When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, folks. Welcome back to the latest Mountain Westwire football podcast. Uh, yeah, it's football. MWR.com. Sort of emergency slash, uh, holy crap, we got to talk about this because we're doing our team previews and those are evergreen through the summer. So if you haven't heard, first off, thanks for listening. MWR.com is our website, Twitter, MWC Wire. Talk about football, basketball, a lot of football mostly. Um, if you're first time listening, because this could be somebody's first show, because we're talking about um, that letter, San Diego State, the back and forth between them and the Mountain West about potentially leaving the conference. So appreciate it. If you want to hit that subscribe button, that'd be awesome. <clears throat> we're currently in the midst of doing our team previews for 2023, but some big news happened Friday. We'll get to right now. It's also solo. Buddy Matt Kennerly, just, uh, you know, stuff gets busy, life's in the way. So I decided to, all right, record this, going to do it. Um, for the date, today is actually, record, by the time this is published, it's Saturday, June, what is it, June the 17th, so we'll be up June 18th by listening to this, so hopefully nothing happens overnight because I'm recording this late Saturday evening, so yeah, I got no life, I'm recording this at this hour, why not? This is fun and hilarious, I like what's going on here, so... That's what we're going to choose, just so you guys have an idea of what time the time stamping is a podcast here. So what happened Friday, what, around lunchtime across the country, specifically out west, Pete Thamble of ESPN put out a tweet saying, hey, Sango State put a notice that's leaving leaving to go toward, um, we don't know where to go toward, but just leave them out in the west. And like this should not be a shock that the Aztecs are in position to excuse me leaving that in folks in a position to say um they've been talked about saying the aztecs going to the pac-12 and big 12 more so the pac-12 because of them losing ucla and usc to the big 10 which is still stupid as heck but money talks aztecs feel that could fill partially some of the southern california market so that's part of it and hey they're good at basketball they went to the national title title game this past year They've gone to many, many NCAA tournaments. Their football program hasn't won a conference title in a bit, but they're always right there. They they won 12 games a couple years ago. And the only time they missed the bowl game was due to COVID-19 2020 season in at least about a decade. So they're obviously they're a good program overall. And so that's what Pac-12, okay, they, they go in right away and compete basketball, be top three or four team football might take a minute like it did for TCU and Utah to build up into the big conferences for a couple years to uh, match up with recruiting, depth specifically, stuff like that. But basically what the source said for Thamel is that Aztecs gave the Mountain West written notice this week in 10, keyword in 10, to resign from the Mountain West Conference. And they asked for a one-month extension. So a couple things. So 
He also, that's his tweet. He also wrote an article putting more information out there about what it was. Because in the article, it mentioned the Mountain West took their intention to leave as we're leaving. And this is all at the moment, at least not publicly, no invite to the Pac-12. It's like, okay, that's kind of weird. They can go out there and be on their own for a minute, but that's pretty risky. But they wouldn't do this without having like J.D. Wicker, their AD, without having good information. So when they got the letter, the Mountain West, speaking of sources to Thamel, they they started the, oh, they're leaving, exit papers was drawn where, as of right now, if they leave before June 30th, or I guess before July 1st, on June 30th, they leave the day before July hits the calendar, they would owe about $16.5, $17 million to Mountain West. They could plan the new conference next fall, play one more year in Mountain West. If they were to wait after that, it'd be double, so about $34 million, if they were still to join the one year, doubt two years after that, like not, not pulling Texas OU, that's messy and not great. OU and Texas are playing one more season, obviously, then they're done to the SEC. So, not, and part of the letter states, okay, we need the money now. You are no longer, you can't vote in anything. You're not getting the $6 million, which is huge for this program, when the media rights deal for the Mountain West is about four-ish million per school. So I'm guessing that includes attorney credits for basketball, and we'll get that later. But then Aztecs or a letter back. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. We're intending, not leaving intending. Big keyword there, intending. So there's back and forth because, well, San Diego State, who wouldn't want $6 million due in a couple weeks? Especially the program of Mountain West size and what they earn and spend. And every penny counts. Every penny counts. So it's like, every, like hold on. Like, well, can we get an extension? And it's like, people who may not. If you're new or haven't followed the Mountain West forever, or say you're a Fresno fan, Utah State, not really into know the Aztec stuff before they before you guys join the conference, Hawaii, Nevada, the, such uh, Spartans, those type of teams. San Diego State was going to the Big East a while back to join TCU. TCU's never hot second. Boise State as well, and then join put other sports in the Big West. That kind of fell apart with the Big East. If you know, obviously, they, they do not sponsor football. It used to be the conference of Miami, BC, Virginia Tech, a pretty good league, Cincinnati, Louisville. <clears throat> excuse me, teams that were pretty good. So this happened before, but that was a little bit different scenario. Because when Craig Thompson was commissioner, he publicly stated, if you don't want you here, we're not going to hold you back. Well, that's not good for business. Mountain West needs money. And $17 million is great. $34 million is even better. But the San Diego State's basically, they're saying, well, come your delay. Like, if you're the Mountain West, it's like, why in the hell would you agree to do that? I know anything could be negotiated. And because part of it is the Pac-12 hasn't sent the invite publicly, their TV deal is still not done, and you always hear two weeks, two weeks. It's going to be random day by Memorial Day. It's going to be during the Final Four when all the 80s are in town when they're in Houston for the uh, men's national championship basketball. So it's like there's all these arbitrary dates, but but they want one month extension for the Pac-12 to get their ducks in a row. But if you're Mountain West, it's like, well... The contract is what we're doing. We want the money, and I wouldn't blame them for saying, no, we're sticking to this. We need the money. We need to check in two weeks. You can't ask for a notice. Like This is just, I don't blame San Diego State for doing doing this because who knows? Mountain West may, may be like, well, why not? What's the problem? Maybe they'll come back. And so it's it's something where you try. It's one of the things people try. Well, let me try this past my parents. Maybe you never know. They're probably going to say no, but you never know unless you ask. And so it's one of those type of things where I think, like, well, let's just see what they say. And Gloria Navarro, as a new commissioner, is probably like, this is a big decision for me. Like, do I say no 
get out of, not get out of it, but no, we want the money now. This is the contract we have in place. This is what we're going to do. Or play nice because, oh, maybe they'll stick around. But they already have one foot off the door. It's like they Aztecs want to straddle the fence. Like, okay, we have a home here. Maybe not give us another month. I don't know if the Pac-12 will have a deal by then. Who knows? They could be posturing the Big 12. Like, hey, look at this. We're kind of a free agent sort of, sort of sorts. And and sources say the family, like San Diego State, in fact, not it's me, like does not have an offer from the Pac-12. So they're exploring our options. If the Pac-12 and San Diego State's attempting to explore options if the Pac-12 doesn't get a TV deal done by June 30th. So that's one of those options to leave. Big 12 is also, or has been part of San Diego State as well, but not prioritized as much relative to the Pac-12. And the intention of the June 13th letter wasn't that San Diego State is exiting. It's just weird. Again, the intention of the June 13th letter wasn't that San Diego State is exiting. And it's also, including the one-month extension, the school also has to consider discussing the exit fee. It's like, what's to discuss? This is the contract, $34 million or $17 million. As San Diego State noted that the assets have generated for the Mountain West through Mountain NSA tournament credits um, estimated from this past March for their deep paddle run, which is awesome, by the way, $10 million, none of which it sees if it leaves the league, which, pause for a moment, that it's Aztecs earn, for those who know NCAA credits, every team that advances within each round, money goes toward to the current conference you're in. So when Gonzaga goes far, it helps the whole West Coast Conference. I think they do get a prorated share, a bit because that's a deal they struck because, remember, the Mountain West tried to get pluck them before. But if you're in any conference, let's say UCLA and USD, they make NCAA tournament runs, and credits are paid out over a handful of years at a time. They're not getting those. They, which they go to the Pac, they stay in the Pac-12 when they go to the Big Ten. So yes, while Aztecs earn those credits or any Mountain West team that makes a tournament and wins a game or games, yes, they earn the conference more money, but it's not the team's money. It's the conference's money. So they want to... I don't know. They just noted the income they generated for the conference to negotiate the fee. It's like, well, we made this money. It's like, yeah, but you're wanting to leave and you're going to make how much regardless and we don't get as much. Um, San Diego State requested a four-year installment plan for the exit fee. As of now, San Diego State would have to pay the fee by June 2024. So they do have a year, so not like the two weeks I mentioned, um, which also would include the league withholding payment of distributions to the school. So they wouldn't get any – they wouldn't receive any money in the media rate still coming up or whatever is earned – NCAA tournament credits or any other money they get from the conference that's paid out to them. Plus, they'd have to pay that out. So, um, and the Mountain West received the letter and noted these are consequences that come with this type of move. And so, and also, um, the president of San Diego State seat on the board was removed. Under the policy, its financial obligation tied to withdrawal will be withheld. So this uh, add another communication to clarify, like, well, can we get this or that? We we still want to get that money. They ask no payments to be withheld. It's like the Aztecs, I get they're trying everything, but they're trying they can't have it both ways. Like we said, a lot of people say this online, like, well, what are you trying to do here? Either choose or don't choose, like go or stay. And one of the mountain resources they almost said, they're trying to figure out what we're willing to do. And here's the thing, you can get lawyers involved, but it's a tight time frame. Again, I am recording this. This is June seventeenth. This is thirteen days away from June thirtieth. Remember how long it took for the SEC to figure out, or, or Big Ten, or excuse me, Big Twelve, SEC, Texas OU stuff to get figured out? Where it was, I think, a nine-digit payout each school somewhere in those along those range. I have the numbers in front of me. I can search real quick, but it was a high payout, and that took months upon months, months upon months to uh, negotiate their the Big Twelve exit fee because they're like 
if technically if you leave, all the all the games and money stays in the conference. We area games don't get any money in different network. So they had to pay actually a hundred. Um, Oklahoma and Texas have agreed to pay the Big Twelve a total of a hundred million dollars joining the SEC a year earlier. So fifty million each. And that this was actually I'm trying to find the date of this posting, February 9th of this year. And it was known like what, right before the season, the year before, like twenty twenty two? And so so since December twenty twenty one, oh mm, it was a while. I don't remember the exact date. I remember it was during December. Maybe it was twenty one, but it took like it took a long while to figure this out when they're going to be in the SEC and how much they're going to pay. In two weeks, it's like I don't know, man. And JD Wicker's all telling we're ready to step into power conference. Pac twelve wants to give them a full share so they don't go to the Big Twelve stuff like that. But the Mountain West has all the cards. Like they should, they could just say no. Peace out. Sorry, you can't have this. This is the deal we had. This is what we do for any other school. So. They just asked us, wanted to see if they'd handle this nicely. And Mountain Source says, well, that's not going to happen. Everyone wants to find the best financial path for them is clunky. So, honestly, if I had the Mountain West, I'd be like, no, sorry. This is the money you're, you're, this is the contract done. No. So, that's where we stand right now. Nothing's, I still will get no more information soon. And there's more to this show here. I'm not just chatting about this for 12 minutes. But, a couple of, like I'm looking on Twitter, people are like, "Well, we've earned this money, we get it." It's like, "Well, yeah, but for the conference, remember that." Hashtag fans are pumped through their chest, which is rightfully so. Go to the Pac-12. That's great. That's awesome for them to get the call. No, no team in the league in history would ever say no. Not when Utah did it. Not when TCU did it. BYU is a different scenario, but even BYU got a pretty sweet deal going independent because their brand is quite large. And when they go to the Big Twelve, could literally be the best, biggest brand of any school. Bigger than TCU? Yeah, small private school. BYU has a lot of people with their religion across the country and across the world who like the school. Bigger than Cincinnati went to playoff? Yeah, UCF. Yes, Texas Tech. Not, not huge. Oklahoma State. Debatable, but I think BYU has been one of the few schools who have a national title in the past 40 years because TCU had it in the 50s and 60s with Sammy Ball and those guys. Texas Tech never. Oklahoma State never. Houston was really good in the early late 80s, early 90s, but not that good. Like, UCF had that great 2017 year undefeated, but that technically that was not a national title. They didn't go to the uh, BCS or whatever was going out of the playoff, whatever it was at the time, I forget. 2017, I would have been playoff, I think. But they're just a big brand, so that's a slightly different. But so if Aztecs would call up, same thing for Air Force, San Diego State, obviously CSU, Vegas, Rebels, they'd all take it. This is just negotiating to figure it out. And the Mountain West could say, no, pay it now. Or there are creative ways to get to it. But a lot of Aztec fans are like, oh, we, we did this. We're great. We're, we're the best brand in the conference. And I will emphatically, like, I have, like, I've covered this league forever. When Utah and BYU are in it, that's why I started doing this thing back in way too long ago. Long, long time ago. So it's like, I've done it for a while. So it is something I'm familiar with. and But I don't have a, really a team to find. I don't care. Like, I like doing this because it's fun. College football is great. This league has been amazing. It could be amazing going forward. It's just a fun league to get, watch all these games. It's crazy. It's awesome. And, like, I mean, Utah guy, like, I don't care what happens. So, when anybody talks about Mount West, like, my brother's in freaking te- Houston, went to Texas A&M, likes Boise State. He's like, there's, it's their second, second favorite team. Anybody who talks about the Mountain West, it's always Boise State. Number one, by far. Not even close. Their brand is huge. They just don't have huge population size and other things here. Why they're not going to consider academics a bit, recruiting area also. But Aztec fans, I get it. You're insecure. There's something I was watching a video with um, oh, what's his name? He uh, 
Oh, why am I spacing that? Hold on. Let me pull it up right here. It was a video. It's the uh, San Diego Union Tribune. Oh, Ziegler. Crap. I, can, I, I apologize for... Mes, mes, oh, my gosh. How do I... How am I forgetting this? Mark Ziegler. I want to say Matt Ziegler or something. He was on some YouTube show. I don't know what it was even called. 365 Sports or something. Basically, the Aztecs have nowhere to go. And there's an inferiority complex between San Diego State and their fans, which... 100% online. We see online, it's like, we're burning this. This, like, national title appearance over in Oak, be a Boise State over Oklahoma. It's like, no, that game is one of the best games of all time. We consider one of the most significant college football games ever. Like, well, they don't want to be there. It's like, please, Adrian Peterson, isn't that game they came back down the force overtime, like, after getting their butt kicked early on? Utah's beating Alabama. The Utah beat a crappy pit team. We've had Houston beating Florida State. We've had UCF going undefeated. I think they played Auburn, I want to say. I forget who they played in their big-time game. But their brand is okay, but their fans, like, they want to pump their chest and say we're awesome and people aren't giving them that respect. They do deserve a ton of respect, but they come out and say, oh, we're the best team in the conference or this or that. That's not true. I've been fighting on Twitter a little bit. It's like, no, it's all about football. And while their football, their football team is good, it's it's Chuck Long was terrible. It got good when Brady Hook came around the first time around. And they've won double-digit games long, many times. Amazing running back. Obviously, group like Donald Pumphrey, those type of guys who are winning Mountain West Conference Football Players of the Year awards, which usually don't go to running backs. They go to quarterbacks. Like Richard, Richard Penny was a, ended up being a first-round pick. But it's a team where historically success, they've never been to a major bowl. They won 12 games a couple years ago, but didn't win the conference. They had that stretch where they won three titles in a row were part of that. But it hasn't been to, it's been since 16. Like the 2021, 12-2. Last year, 7-6. and six. They've had... One, two, three, four, five. Double digit win season since 2015. Been the bowl game every year since 2010, excluding 2020. It's a pretty good stretch compared to before where they didn't go to bowl game from last bowl game, Vegas Bowl, when they're in the WAC in 98 until 2010, which Brady Oak took them to the Point City Bowl. So they haven't gone to many bowl games. And then 80s and 90s, they went to three bowl games combined. Like since 1969. They, so here's another thing why it's like. Some context where they might be a little bit antsy and like, hey, we need more respect. We're playing good. 1969, first year they played football, went to a bowl game. Apparently they went 6 and 11 0, not bad. Amazing. Went to the Pasadena Bowl, won that with Don Coriel, which people are, should be familiar with what he has done in the passing innovation. But like 69, 86, 91, 98. That's it until like until 2010 when they have all that stretch in a row. So they clearly turned around. So it's not like they're a bad program. People are just defending and defending, which you do as your fan, as a team. But like looking through some of these comments, I'm like, okay, what what should be done here? What what's going on? And they are all just fighting. Like basketball is the best. I'm like basketball does nothing. I remember Andy Katz when he was with ESPN back when the 2010-2011 stuff when the Pac Lakers got nearly pulled off a miracle Pac-16 with Texas and OU going west instead of east. Now, obviously, what's going on? Like what about Kansas? Is like, well, somebody still. And maybe maybe it's told to Andy Katz, like, listen, football, basketball doesn't care. Football drives the bus. Basketball brings pennies on the dollar compared to football. Even lower level football gets way better ratings and things than, like, awesome basketball. And, like, there's something I saw the other day, like, the, some random bowl game out of the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, that's a pretty big deal. I think it was, uh, I think Minnesota was part of the game, but they beat what Vegas Knights did and whoever they played in the Stanley Cup Finals recently. So it's like football does it all. So talking about basketball, it's like, whatever, honestly. It's like, they're, it's good, it's helpful, it's honestly good because getting tournament credits is great. But they're a team where it's like 
their program's great. Like, I'm not trying to bash on them or anything, but some people defending kind of irrational. It's like they're getting a call up. We know what's happening. People are like, well, they should not wish to be nice to them. Like, what in the world would you should be nice to them? Like, hey, you'll owe, potentially owe us all this money. And then, yeah, it's not going to happen. So fans, um, I, I put on Twitter, but most of it's just kind of more arguing and stuff. It's like, here's one that's kind of, it's kind of like, dude, you're home, I get it. Mountain West owes San Diego State for maintaining national relevance for the past 20 years. I'm like, what, what are you talking about, buddy? It's like, that's not the case. They're late night games on CBS Sports Network, which we joke, they're the home of CBS Sports Network football. They're a good team, but National Rabbit's always been Boise State. Like, they had a couple years where they're getting talked about, which is amazing when they have really, 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 really good teams. Like, revenue to this mediocre conference paid mainly because San Diego State's national prominence in order to write fat checks to Boise State. Not true at all. Totally not the case at all. Like, they're one of the better teams of conference and becoming one of the better names recently, but there's, like, best, if we want 20 years, okay, let's look at 20 years. 2002. And people, anybody want to guess what San Diego State's record was in 2002 football? I'll chill for a second. Slow down. Give people a moment to check sports reference or something. Remember that bull stretch I told you about from 98 to 2010? That's a clue. Losing record. 4-9, 2002. 6-6, six and six, 2003. 4-7, 4-7, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 4-8, 
would be helpful, obviously, because that's been kind of a stupid word. I say it all the time. I'm not sure what's going on. But they've been just okay the past couple weeks. I'll say, well, no, not just okay. Those positions, sorry, let me rephrase. I've been just okay. So it's like, what does the Mountain West do here? So there's a couple options. I put out there on Twitter, like, what should we add if they want to add? Standing Pat could be the best move because in a couple of years, the league um, has a media rate still renewed. So there's that. That's a consider where maybe they stay put with 11 football and 10 basketball schools. And also, it should be noted, you don't need 12 teams for a conference championship game anymore in football. So they could stick with 11. Split Because think of it too, next couple of years, each team would get more money because you're splitting 11 ways and whatever. Hawaii has their own deal, so that's out of different. So if you're splitting money 10 ways instead of 11 ways, so that like the four or so million dollars, five million dollars San Diego State would be giving up but not being part of the league. That's what half um, half a million dollars per school. It's not nothing for these teams that short for like Fresno State wants to do public funding for stadium upgrades and our buddy Matt's like, no, don't do that. That's not the way it should be. It should be done other ways. So like half a million dollars approximately to these schools would be a pretty big deal. So that's something that if they just stand packed, media deals 26. And so they'd probably start negotiating about a year or so for now to figure things out where they want to go, whether it's more streaming, um, stick with Fox and CBS, go back to ESPN, those type of things. So I think State Impact could be a big option. Our buddy Michael Daly put a big piece on North Dakota State. That's a possibility. But when you look at um, what I'm looking at for going through options they have. So what should San Diego State do? So it's like, all right, what do they really do? And so State Impact's a good idea. Just because I mentioned, money, mentioned things I mentioned and said, they could get a pretty good media deal that ups their pay. So I put a poll on Twitter. It's not scientific, and it wasn't great options. Stay Pat got 23%. Add one FBS member, 31%. Add one FBS in the hoops, and some hoops, 27%. FCS team, 17.3%. So th- those are what's out there. And the problem is there's no Western schools that are good. UTEP, they got an okay under Dana Dimmel football, went to bowl game two years ago. New Mexico State's touch better, but not really good. They're only ones out in this part of the country that play FBS football. That are not part. Ooh. I'm leaving this yawn and it's kind of late. But they're the only teams out west that are available. BYU's not a Big 12. Soon to be. Pac-12, obviously, what's going on. There's nothing out west. So you could have one or one of those schools. I'd probably lean to UTEP just because they have longer historical reference or preference and rivalries and familiarity with New Mexico, which is not bad. Because I remember when, it, when I'm, I'm at University of Utah, they're hoping to go one-on-one of that New Mexico-UTEP split for basketball. Lobos have been really good, especially back then in the early 2000s. Same with UTEP. So they also have like Air Force, Colorado State, handful of schools. New Mexico State does as well when they're in the whack with Utah State, Nevada, Fresno, Hawaii, San Jose State. So there's that, those type of things. But like there are some issues out there in Las Cruces and... They've been wandering the desert. They've been Sunbelt, Independent. Like, it's not a good thing. UTEP's in Conference USA, which is geographically garbage at the moment for the way they're doing. They're so far. They go to Boca Raton, Florida, and and they're freaking in the mountain time zone. That's a huge, huge thing to do, travel-wise. So that's option. I'm not keen on it. They, this might be my favorite one, Raid the New AC, because there's a report from The Athletic, and these are teams I mentioned before. Um, go after... UTSA with Coach Tra- Frank, Coach Trailer there, 
I think it's Frank Trailer, but Coach Trailer doing great things with UTSA. Pretty large city up and coming town in Texas recruiting there. UTSA North Texas or Rice were options bantied around. Now Rice, I know Rice was in the whack with Hawaii, that 16 team disaster back in the late 90s. Right? They're in Houston, like the potential's there. Bottom, bottom, bottom of the barrel for people that care about it. And that's the town that's a pro sports team, pro sports town. Astros, Texans, you got the Cowboys, you have University of Texas, Texas and even with Oklahoma fans in there. They're way at the bottom. That's those are teams I mentioned before, but they, they were covered yesterday. Now they're in the AAC. The reason this could work, this is their first year in the new conference as well, upcoming. The reason this could work is because the American deal does pay more, about seven-ish million a year. I'm not sure if it got changed or the total number of teams that are in the conference now. But it's not as good. But also the American deal goes through 2032. So Mountain West could actually have a deal come up in a couple years, sign a deal, whatever it may be, and then have it start negotiating a new deal approximately about the same time the American is doing the same. Two cycles, essentially, from I think about it. So there's a way they could they might might bring in more money, but also there's exit fees. I'm not sure about that. What it would cost to jump conferences again, and would they want to? Like would North Texas, who this is a dumb thing, but think about branding on the buildings, on business cards, on letterheads, on uniforms. I'll say the American or AAC. You can change all the again, repaint, redo the I'll say the building. It says Mountain West now. All these little things that take time and a little bit of money here or there. But it would all lead to going to Texas. And if they already tried it before, why not try it again? If you had three teams that get you to 14, that's okay. UTSA and North Texas are great. Texas State's terrible. Rice is in Houston, but not good. You have same Houston State. He's a new FBS team in the new WAC that they're going to try to move up in a while. And so that takes time. Maybe a Tulsa? Memphis, I mentioned before, that's that's going further east. Or farther east, that's a bit tricky. But I, I like UTSA North Texas for sure as op, opportunity of teams add. So that those are kind of some things I would do if, if they even want to replace. You go to some FCS teams. I'm like, okay, you have Montana, Montana State. They didn't really want to last time around. You and those are some lots of big sky schools. You have like Sacramento State, who's made the playoffs. Eastern Washington, Weber State, and I mentioned Dairy State, Idaho, because they actually reclassified a while back to drop down. So those are some teams there. Um, North Dakota State, the Bison, how well they've been playing. Obviously, they put NFL talent. They're far east. Uh, one combination I think they could do is it's also they want to. As the basketball schools are mixed up because Wichita State may not be super happy in the American right now because all these Cincinnati's left, Houston's left. All these good basketball schools have left. They moved up from Missouri Valley. And the Mountain West tried to get them before. Craig Thompson's like, well, it's a football deal. They did a football um stability or um, sustainability, excuse me, what it would cost, obviously quite expensive. So they were looking to football because they used to have it. Not sure it would be the case now. But that is opportunity. If you want to basketball schools, to try for Grand Canyon. State we mentioned, they're pretty good at basketball. They could be maybe at New Mexico State full sports and bring on Wichita State, maybe have basketball down the road, bring in North Dakota State, at least for those minor sports, not minor sports, but non-football sports or non-revenue. At least one place to travel to, it's not too far. So that could be a possibility. You could try Gonzaga or some West Coast schools like St. Mary's or, or San Francisco. Gonzaga, honestly, could go to the Big East because that's a weird thing that's been bantied about, Big 12, Pac-12. But maybe they could move, pull them, St. Mary's, San Francisco, 
to come in for hoops, and maybe that'll be a bit more revenue-wise because Gonzaga is a huge brand. And even without San Diego State, the Mountain West is still a pretty good basketball conference, and they're clearly not as good, but they would be reasonably okay. I'm not going to lie. Still pretty good because you have Utah State Ryan Odom, who does a good job. You got Colorado State with, and you got Coach, um, yeah, no, what's his name? Oh, geez. Um, Tim Miles and San Jose State getting things, getting things better. I think UNLV might be finally on the rise a little bit. So there's some potential there. So that's a possibility they can do. And maybe Wichita State eventually adds basketball, football. But options are great. I think right now, number one for me, be staying pat for through the media rights, still get teams a few extra bucks through the next couple of years. Plus, you get the playoffs, too. It's like you win the league, you're going to playoff most likely. Like you're probably fighting the Sun Belt for the top team every year right now to go to the playoff as that sixth guaranteed conference. That's probably at the window for San Diego State if they go to Pac-12, at least for the time being, even without USC, UCLA. Utah's really good. Oregon, Washington, Oregon State's on the upswing with DJU there and playing quarterback transfer from Clemson. You got Jonathan Smith as their coach. He's one of the best coaches out West. And side note, I did put 10 bucks in Oregon State to win the national title, like plus 7,000, so I could make 700 bucks. But that league's not easy. So not, I think, staying pat or going after those new AAC teams where their media deals so far out, like the uh, – like, um, ACC, sorry, I was getting my American ACC, AAC mixed up, to where their deals far down the road as well. So I think those are options. And here's something else I was thinking about. What the, what the Mountain West could just go back to San Diego State to where what, what could we negotiate to? I don't think, we'll see if the, I don't think the month long suspension is going to, or it's not suspension, excuse me, extension is going to stand, going to be, come to fruition. Our buddy Jesse Tacker, when he does warming stuff from time to time, is like, well, how about they, okay, pay seven. I think, here's the thing, they're paying $17 million regardless. That's non-negotiable. That's happening regardless. Because then when the extension, saying the state was like, oh, we're not going to pay as much because we want to see what's going on. So I'm thinking $17 million is the baseline. It's at 17 to 34 What's going to happen? Could amount West pay charge, like say here's extension, and then still... I'd still say no extension. I think that's they got to stay firm on that. But maybe try to negotiate something else. But the thing I got two weeks, so I think they maybe give them the extension and still thirty four million dollars no matter what. Or he brought up a good good idea, Jesse. Have Essex play a ton of road games against Mountain West teams, football, men's and women's basketball, to help bring some the money that was um, owed to the league. Like the going rate, I don't know if Essex could pay it. If it'd be this could be spread out longer than four years because it could be about a million dollars per game. So they like, hey, we'll pay. Well, it's not even paying out because that's what the games are. Sorry. Like buy games or body bag games are about a million bucks. Like Nevada's getting that from, I think they play, or USC and San Jose State they're playing. I think Nevada plays USC. Those type of games are about a million bucks. Even if you do like a two for one, that other game's still about a million bucks. Aztecs aren't flying teams in. They, they, would, they should want Aztecs to go I think this could be more money. Aztecs go to and go play Mountain West teams, football, basketball, men's and women's side. Play enough games, play every team once over the next 12 years or 11 years, whatever's in the Mountain West, find the other 11 teams. They could play one basketball game on the road, one football. Because they got to play teams out West. Like if they do their non-conference schedule for football, okay, let's, they've got nine Pac-12 games at the moment. They keep, keep that three. Okay, maybe they'll play an FCS team. It'd be nice to stay in your neighborhood to play some old teams. Maybe they could pick up a game with BYU if they want to play them. Power five team out west. They play UTEP, play New Mexico State. But do they, do they want to go 
Or maybe they'll just bring in teams. Like, hey, we're a Power 5 team. We'll pay $900,000 to bring in Tulsa, to bring in Texas State, to bring in Charlotte, to bring in some Mac school. If they're going on the road as a Power 5 team, it's probably playing, playing another Power 5 conference team. And there's not, it'd be going way far east for them. But I'm thinking, Jesse might be honest. Like, I'm going to write an article going through some ideas, but... I could probably look up how much home games get. Like, they'd be still a pretty big draw. People would hate it because, oh, we hate you, you left the conference, blah, blah, blah. But playing one Mountain West team every year for 11-plus 11 years, like give every team one home game. But would that be worth Because if it's, think of this, if it's $34 million, that's $3.4 million per team. Or actually, if, let's include Hawaii. Yeah, we'll include Hawaii in this. I just don't know if that would make make up the difference. Because I'm not sure how much each teams make for home games. Because that's and maybe maybe they need to do two. And it also it, again it would help them with their schedule because we don't play teams like what do they want to play Boise State? Wouldn't they want to play Colorado State when they get better? When they want to go to Vegas to recruit or you know what recruiting Vegas whatever? You got Bishop Gorman there, but play at NFL Stadium or like play these teams with historical rivals rivals, which would be fun. But if it's thirty four million dollars. Actually, she's seven. Actually, it'd be seventeen million dollars. I'm gonna phrase that because they're already getting seventeen regardless, and we include Hawaii. That's uh, let me do my math here. Sorry, seventeen million. If we do that, divide by eleven teams, that's one point five four million dollars per game. I don't know if one home game would be enough for that. I'm gonna look up right now. Let's do because Wyoming does hold more people. Let's do um, New Mexico football home game, and it'd be up to the schools to make it worth it too because. It would be a gamble the Mountain to be taking. Yeah, they fill in a game, a conference schedule game. They get a Pac-12 team come to town. But I'm not I'm not thinking New Mexico can bring in $1.5 million for Aztecs to play women's basketball, other place, men's basketball, and a football game. So maybe they, maybe they do it twice They over the next 22 years. That's a long way spread it out. I, th- I still think they'd rather have money in hand, but maybe they pay, okay, we'll pay you half the money. But then you still have to play. You agree to play Mountain West School every year for oh, it's still t- about a decade out. So say they pay. Okay, we got seventeen million. We pay plus nine million or something. Where it's like basically they pay, yeah, somewhere a million a team or whatever. It's ten, 10 million more, ten million more dollars, and that other um, seven million dollars, whatever it may be, could be made up in those type of things, those type of games playing games at Mountain West schools. That could be an option. That's actually a pretty good option because you get a game for the Mountain West, a good good opponent as well, opponent they're familiar with. Fans would, again, go to the game, not like it because they're playing the team that oh, screwed them and left town. But I think that could be a realistic option, but I wonder how many games it would be. But I'm going to try to see New Mexico revenue football per game, per home game. I don't know if my Google search will come up with anything specific, but they don't sell many tickets. So let's see. That's expenses here. Let's see. I'm trying to see what it would take. It feel let me know. Department budget. Hmm. They have shortfalls. So there's also that two teams that have shortfalls. That's a problem. New Mexico State selling more tickets. I don't know what it would be, but it wouldn't be very much because if they average twelve thousand paid tickets, not nine butts in the seat. And it's ten bucks, like ten bucks tickets. That's only one hundred twenty thousand dollars. My math is right. They would need some assurances or something, but maybe do more than one game. But then it's a gamble. Okay, do you want to bring this team in one time for under this scenario? 
and you better make your money's worth. Or some schools may balk at it. Well, we don't get that many people. Or Boise, it's like, who cares who we bring? It could be too East. Boise State's like, who cares who we bring in? We get more. We at least get a sellout crowd anyways. Might be a good opponent. But then, like, New Mexico or UNLV may not draw as well. Or even San Jose State where, well, what are we doing here? It's like we're not going to make make as much money had we start, struck with the original deal. But I do like the idea it's out-of-the-box thinking and maybe there's partial money paid and then also games being exchanged to fill out the schedule. Because I'd also get up the media rates still with the Mountain West because, oh, we get San Diego State coming to town for football and basketball in the next couple of years, next decade, or the, throughout the conference, um, I guess it would be, yeah, for the whole league. we got all these home games coming up with Aztecs. That's helpful. It's kind of like what the Pac-12 is doing. Like, oh, maybe we'll merge with the with the ACC on some level or, and do some partnership. Well, you're getting Clemson to come to town, North Carolina on your network. That would boost the ratings and the payout as well. So those are a couple of things I'm thinking about which could be done. We're probably going to wrap it up here in about 40 minutes. But that's one option. But outside of what's going to happen, I, I think I would lean toward the Mountain West saying no extension, don't do it. And the Aztecs could be risking a lot by saying, fine, see ya. But I, I have a hard time them doing that without having a plan or a backup plan. Because when the Big West want them for a temp home, they go independent in 2024 to fill up that schedule. That's BYU you have that is in a couple of years. Would the Mountain West be willing, like, screw it, we're out of here? And there's already there's going to be some bad blood with the way it left if they owe $34 million. They decide to go after July 1st. Or do they risk it and pay $17 million? Hey, we're out of here June, July 1st, and then try to schedule games? That they've had four, it's eight more games. That's a lot of games going on. They could be a bad schedule of new FBS schools like Sam Houston State and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, you play these teams that aren't very good. Fans may not like the schedule. BYU's non conference schedule, or, or excuse me, schedule in November was pathetic for home games. They're playing FCS schools. UMass, UConn, New Mexico State, not really great programs. That's what Aztecs would be bringing in if they somehow have to go independent for a year or a couple years. Because what the Pac-12 offer never comes. It's not official. It's not out there. It seems likely. You don't send this letter without having very, very high confidence something's going to happen by the end of, end of July. But I do think, I think what's going to amount, there's always lawyers negotiation, but two weeks, that's a short time, guys. Not very long. I think the Mountain West, what they should do is be like, no, sorry, here's what we're standing pat on this. And unless they come up, Aztecs come up with an amazing alternate offer, because here's the Aztecs are desperate. Mountain West have all the cards here. And well, they do and they don't. They do, in the fact, for the extension, they do, because Aztecs are like, well, we want this money still, $6 million. So, like, well, no, you're not getting that if you're not in the league. And that's what the first letter was sent to do. It's like, we're not in the league. That's what they're saying. We don't want to. We don't want to be here, and that's what the conference took as such as they should. So, Mountain West, bro, like, no, sorry, leave, pay seventeen million dollars, get out of here, we're done. If you want an extension, make it worth our while. Make us play, or like, okay, we'll play a home game for the next. We'll play two Mountain. We'll play two Mountain West teams. We'll play your team twice. Maybe basketball. I don't know. Football's hard. It's like it goes up. You got to play our teams twice for the next every year for the next twenty-two years, whatever it may be. Or maybe they play two a year. And so it goes shorter, but they play two times. 0 for 2. Or maybe just do a 2 for 1, whatever. That's fine. Let's go with it. 2 for 1 where that actually might be a better idea. 2 for 1. You get two home games for the mountain for your Mountain West school. You go to Vegas twice. And then you have to still have to pay your typical fee for 2 for 1. For us to come out to your Power 5 team, you're going to pay us money that way as well. It may not be a million dollars each, but it could be. It helps schedule-wise. 
But actually, if you're really sticking to them, do that because Aztecs pay at least half a million dollars per team. Plus, they don't do two home games. I mean, they go to some place twice. But I think some game exchange could be on the table. It wouldn't make a lot of sense. It's just how do you do it? I don't have the numbers in front of me or don't know the specific numbers for what teams bring in because some could be worth it, some couldn't be. But my gut is that two things are happening. Aztecs are going to Pac-12, and I think it'll be before July 1st. So all this might be a moot point of payments, recouping money, creative accounting, how they're going to pay the league if they go after. I honestly think it's two weeks away. I think the Pac-12 finally gets their freaking deal done, and they're going to bring in San Diego State and SMU, and the deal will be a little bit more than the uh, Big 12, which is kind of their plan the whole time. And the Mountain West will probably stay pat for a minute. And they had their meet. Remember, they had their board of directors meeting recently. They're like, well, it's all on the table. We're looking at all the options. So that's what I got for this day. There's not much more to add besides repeating myself, but – Hopefully, I'll enjoy this rambling 44 minutes at the moment. But Aztecs, like, again, they don't have a deal in place. or if, they got to be extremely confident to do this and put this letter out there. They have to be this. They have to have a place in mind. They have to. The extension is where it's like, ooh, maybe it's not by July 1. But I think with it coming out, maybe that pushes the Pac-12 minute, makes some changes, even though Pac-12 like, whatever, we don't care. But I think it's going to be done by July 1st. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We'll talk about it down the road. But Jet for this time, MWR.com. Check us out. MWCR on Twitter. We're doing our top, some top countdowns coming up, some divisional stuff over the past while. So keep it checked out to us. And, again, if you're new, I appreciate listening to it. And uh, give us another shot. Keep 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 coming back for more. you like it. Trust me. we got our team previews coming up. Um, we got two so far. We've done CSU and Utah State. We'll have more coming down the road. Um, it's up to you on Twitter at MWCR to vote on it. So go check out there for our new latest polls every couple of days. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next time, folks.